0: How many know God loves you? He loves me. And have you ever been in a place where you just didn't know what to do and you just say, Lord, <laughs> I need a word. You know, that's why I love Pentecost. God gives us a word. Sometimes it's through one of our saints. Sometimes it's, a, it's a, an English Word. And yesterday, I just found myself just not sure what to do. I didn't know what to do today. A double funeral tomorrow. And by the way, the uh, arrangements that have been made tonight, 6 to 8 p.m., is visitation right here. So if you want to come, if you're not able to come tomorrow and you want to come tonight, just to honor the family, Denny and uh, his family, that'd be great. Tomorrow morning, 10 to 11 is visitation as well, and then the service will be at 11 a.m. right here in in the this building. As I said, I didn't know what to do today. I, I was broken myself. Pastor Tony, thankfully he went with me, but we went down to Detroit after all this happened. That's where the accident was. And we just tried to be... Jesus with skin on. And, and I think that's all the Lord would ask us to do, amen? You may not have the right words to say. Sometimes you shouldn't say anything at all. Just hug them. If you come back tonight, just hug them. Just say, we're praying for you. You know, if the Lord gives you a scripture for them, great. But otherwise, don't feel like you have to say anything. But as I asked the Lord for for something, I said, Lord, a word. I, I love it when He just plants a little nugget in me. And as we're driving into church yesterday morning, and I hadn't said anything to my wife about this. And all of a sudden she turns to me and she goes, You know, I was in my prayer time this morning and I felt like the Lord gave me a word. And I was like, Really? And I, I got a little encouraged because I was like, okay, I prayed. He, he maybe this is it and she said it's, it's broken that's the word, broken and I was like broken? okay and she went on, she said we are broken when things like this happen you and I are broken right? when we lose a friend a loved one, we're broken we're fragmented which really means the same thing we're disheveled we're we're undone and that's what's happened to us this week as we grieve the loss of of these two of our own sarah and zoe padgett mother and daughter 41 and 11 years old two people who i believe were intertwined within our hearts within this family of believers And here's what the Lord wanted me to share with you. We all need to realize that through our brokenness, that the Lord makes us stronger. And I I think uh, somebody said that this morning already. Was it you? You said something alluding to that. I can't remember exactly how you put it, but this is a time, oh, Carrie said it. It's a time for the church to love on each other. You know, some of you may not have been affected quite as deeply as others, but you're still a part of this church, so just love on the ones that have. You may not have known Sarah that well. You may, have, may not have known Zoe that well, but those kids knew Zoe really well. Love on your children when you get home, if you haven't already. And you know, the, the other thing that hit me yesterday as I was driving home, or excuse me, Friday as I was driving back home from Detroit, was I still have my wife, my children. Then he lost two. And it just made me appreciate my family even that much more. It makes me stronger. I hope it makes you stronger. Together as we go to Jesus, as we cling to Him, and believe me, there's no other that can help you in the situations like this. As we go to Him and as we share this grief together, as we carry this burden together, I believe this. It's a sign to the world that we have peace even in the midst of some of the deepest and most difficult storms of life. It doesn't mean that we're not, we're not deeply hurt. You saw Eliana, when she shared this uh, Friday night with us, She didn't cry, but today she felt that emotion just overwhelm her, my friend is in heaven. And they are. It shows the world that we still have a hope for our future. A hope that one day we're gonna see them again. Hallelujah, how many are excited about that? How many have loved ones that have already gone on? you're going to see him again i am so looking forward to that when something is broken in the world the world throws it away or it's made weaker from the break but that's not how it is with god With God, when you are broken, when I am broken, he can restore us and actually make us stronger through that process. You know, I've observed that heaven's principles are often the exact opposite of the world's principles. With the Lord, brokenness often leads to blessing. He can do amazing things through you and me if we'll let him. How many have ever ministered to someone in your brokenness? You know what I mean by that? You've gone through something so deep. And and I heard this uh, both Thursday and Friday, but Pastor Tony lost his daughter, and many of you know this. He lost his daughter in a tragic car accident many years ago. I've never gone through that, but he had. And he began to share that with Sarah's mom. and, And you know what? I couldn't have done that. And she looks at him and she goes, so you know what I'm feeling. That's sharing in your brokenness. That's bringing healing to someone else through the healing that God has brought you. And that's all that God expects from us. And hopefully you know this, but Jesus is our strong firm foundation and i i ran across this scripture and i thought you know what this is perfect spoken from the prophet isaiah chapter 20 verse 16 he said this is what the sovereign lord said look i am placing a foundation stone in jerusalem a firm and tested stone who's he talking about jesus It is a precious cornerstone that is safe to build on. What's that last last sentence say? And I, I highlighted that. Whoever believes needs never be shaken. When you plant your trust in Jesus, when he is your firm foundation, you won't be shaken no matter what comes against you. And that's God's promise to us. 1 Corinthians 3.11 says, For no one can lay any other foundation than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. He is the only foundation that you and I have. And because of that, because we believe, because we've placed our trust in Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our Savior, we are more than conquerors. According to Romans 8.37, And I know this for a fact, and I've been here many times. As the Apostle Paul said in Romans eight thirty eight, I am convinced that nothing, that what? Nothing. nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither life nor, excuse me, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. If he's your firm foundation, it doesn't matter what you're facing on this side of heaven, it cannot separate you from God's love. There are some that worry about that. Ah, I'm not sure I'm going to heaven. Listen, if you have allowed the blood of Jesus to wash you clean, you're going to heaven. You may have made a couple of mistakes here and there. You may have even sinned since receiving Christ as your Lord and Savior, but as long as you keep going back to Him and saying, I blew it, forgive me, Lord, you're going to heaven. It's when you stop asking for forgiveness that your salvation may be put in jeopardy so don't be that person trust him keep going to him get your life right with god keep going to him till your life is right with god salvation is progressive it's every day some days you have good days other days you have bad days right and hopefully every day leads you a little closer to him the last scripture that i wanted to share and then our worship team's going to begin to make their way back up here is from second corinthians 4. this was god's plan from the beginning he never said that this life would be pain-free how many know that but how many know the next life will be He never said that we'd never face troubles on this earth. He never said he'd help us to avoid them. But he did say that he would be with us all the days of our lives and that our present day troubles would one day lead to a reward from him as we go through them on this side of heaven. Don't Shrink back when you have to go through difficult times Second Corinthians 4 beginning with verse 14. We know that God who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and Present us to himself together with you So when you die or when Jesus comes back for his church, whichever comes first, God's going to present you to the Heavenly Father on his behalf. All of this is for your benefit. Poke your neighbor and say, this is for your benefit. You didn't sound very hearty on that one. This is for your benefit. All this is for your benefit. Now poke your neighbor again and say, your benefit brother ken your benefit thank you i needed that and as god's grace reaches more and more people and you know that's that's god's plan right yes he wants all men to be saved nobody to perish thank you, Jesus. there will be great thanksgiving and god will receive more and more glory then verse 16 this is where i was really going that's why we never give up. Yes. Never give up. Isn't there a song that we sing? Never give up. Yeah. Never let go. <laughs> Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every single day. How many know that your bodies are dying? Yes. If, if you're over forty, you know your body's dying. Trust me. Got a hearty amen on that. <laughs> Some of you under forty are going, what are you talking about? I'm feeling it now. For our present troubles hear this part for our present troubles it may not seem this way today but they're small and they won't last very long yet they what's the they what's the they referring to the small troubles yet they produce for us a glory That outweighs them and will last forever thank you lord when we go through this stuff like we are this weekend when we rally together and i've i've hugged on many of your necks i've cried with many of you i've prayed with many of you when we go through this stuff and we realize god this is to your glory somehow some way may not seem like it right now but somehow you're going to work for the good of those who love you and there's going to be a good outcome here somehow so we don't look at the troubles that we see now rather i love this part we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen keep your eyes on heaven yes Lord. Yes, we're going through some tough things here keep your eyes on heaven remember where sarah and zoe are and maybe some other loved ones that you've already seen graduate to heaven. For the things we see now will soon be gone, the Apostle said. But the things we cannot see will what? Last forever. That's His promise to us. So keep your eyes on heaven, my friends. That's where this dear mother and daughter are now. They're in the forever that the Apostle Paul was talking about here. They're in glory. And I, I can guarantee you, if you could talk to them or call them up right now and say, hey, you want to come back? They'd be saying, are you crazy? They're in glory. And the best part, We're going to see him again. Thank you, Lord. Eliana shared a little bit of of what God showed her, and Julie Ariama, who gave the uh, interpretation today and is also the the head of our prophetic etiquette class, the Lord gave her uh, a nugget of uh, truth this week as well about where these two are. So would you share that with us as you see fit? Yes, I will. Um, We were praying um, the last few days when we heard about the event, and I was praying with some friends of mine about it, and the Lord said, I know that uh, you're grieving because you feel the loss of connection, and that's normal. He said, but he showed me where they were. I saw a cluster of beautiful grapes in sunshine, and the grapes had dew on them, and I realized it was a vineyard, and the Lord said, this is where they are. They're in a real place. And he said they have brand new life. So they haven't gone to sleep. They are living a new life. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Julie, you could have stopped at the sunshine. That, was, that got me. We know that they're in a better place. But the family still needs us, and as you're able to love on them this week, I hope you can do that. Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves before you once again, and as the pastor of this church, Lord, I, I state that we are unable to get through the life or the loss of life as we've recently experienced without your help and without your love inside of us. Lord, fill us afresh and anew, each one of us, and as we continue to worship this morning, Lord, and and I believe we have at least a few more songs just to enter in and let God do what he needs to do, I pray that, Lord, you would just fill us afresh and anew, each one of us. And as we go through the rest of this day and the rest of this week and even the rest of this life, help us to see you at every turn. Hold this church close and give us all that we need, especially those who are close to Sarah and Zoe. Help us to remember her husband Denny and their son Andrew and to pray for them, to pray for their recovery, Lord, whether it's a healing or in the physical body or in their spirit. And when we feel the pain of their loss, remind us, Lord, of where these two are and where we will one day be. We give you all the praise and all the glory as you move in and through this church family and lord as we continue to worship this morning i pray that we just leave behind all the worries and all the cares and just enter in and let you have your way with us we pray this in jesus name amen